0: Welcome everybody to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast. This is number one forty-two, and it is with Brett Metcalf. Remember him? Yeah, absolutely a class act and a very very fast racer while he raced in America for all those years, and he's back in Australia with his family and racing down under. And I'm going to talk to him about that series and uh, how's it going and how it's affected by COVID and what he's been doing. We'll look back on his time in the USA and uh, and much more, man. So thanks uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. FXR Racing Designed by Racers for Racers. The official gear of Chris Kiefer. That's right. Kiefer's wearing FXR for next year and beyond. Phil Nicoletti as well. FXRRacing.com. Please check him out. X 30 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, they've got a great line of stuff. Brock Tickle wore their 2021 line this summer out of Yamaha as a Yamaha factory rider, and it looked very good. So please check it out, fxrracing.com. Um, they've got a lot more than gear also. It's so got a lot of stuff, and Publmx30 code saves you from a lot of things at fxrracing.com. Thanks to the Racetech guys as well. they got a new one-piece valve for the 2019-2020 uh, YZ250F and the 2020 KX250 as well. It's, uh, it, it increases horsepower. It's got, it flows more air and uh, works a lot better, lasts a lot better. So please check out racetech.com if you want to deal on that. Or anything Tech offers. Use the Pulp20 code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you call in to uh, get your suspension oil changed. Just give your bike some love, man. Uh, the suspension works so much better when it's refreshed. Bushings, seals, that type of stuff. And Racetech will dial you in. Thanks to the folks at Namir as well. Pistons with an Attitude. Maxis Tires. Alex Ray. Rod Bell using Maxis Tires. And, of course, the folks at Firepower. Chiz. Gopher Dunes Honda. A-Ray guys. Batteries. Chains. And now, of course, they have oil. And uh, it is new for those guys. It is, uh, the Motorola was built from the ground up by a leading OEM manufacturer. It the highest quality. Firepowerparts.com. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. Let's catch up with Metcalf, shall we? All right. Now, as promised, on the uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast, a rider that wasn't ever a privateer when he rode in America, and uh, a good friend of mine, and I'm happy to reconnect with him on this podcast, Brett Metcalf. Metty, what's up, man? How are you?
1: hey steve yeah i'm good man just uh living life down under again and um yeah yeah it's good to good to talk to you again man it's been a while
0: yeah it has been for sure now you have come back home or home you have come back to the u.s a couple of times right you i remember i saw you at a supercross uh a couple of years ago yeah. maybe
1: yeah 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 that's right so i come back uh actually don't forget, I did do a privateer season in 2015. Oh, yeah, um, with Crazy Dave. So or D-
0: Dave, uh, yeah, yeah, Crazy. What was
1: that? No, no, nah, nah. uh, it was Aussie Dave. Aussie Dave, that's <laughs> um, it, oh, Aussie Dave. No, nah, well, That was a little bit with it with um, my mate Cam as well. But then I did one with Dirt Candy Suzuki as well. Oh, okay. I did a little bit of Supercross that season. So I did did dabble in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Just throwing that out there. No, yeah, so you were (laughs) Um, a
0: private here. Good. So it fits this podcast. I did
1: do something. I saw both sides of the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you
0: did.
1: Um, No, but yeah, I come back to the States. So part of basically what we did when I moved back to Oz was each year, I came back and did like two weeks of testing in the States, and mm-hmm. it was just a little bit easier Yep, to get, get some suspension stuff done over there, um, get a base setting, and then come back with that here, right? and then just kind of fine-tune it. So, yeah, I did um, come back uh, the last couple of years, watched a couple of Supercrosses, and um, got to see some old friends. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, now you ride for Penride Honda down there. Of course, Uribe's got the team over here in the U.S. with uh, – uh, with yep. Mitchell Harrison, uh, Oldenburg, and um, and uh, Brayton, of course, uh, right?
1: JB, I get, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got it yep.
0: right. Um, w- um, and then now, so you ride for your Reeve down under, and of course, uh, I-, I heard Penwright pulled out down under there. So, how's the status for the team going forward down there? And what's it been like for you to ride for him?
1: It's been good. Um, I guess first off, the status of the team. Um, Penrite is an oil company, Mm -hmm. um, Australian owned and, and based. And, you know, unfortunately for next year, they've, you know, had a different direction in, in their company motives. And so that hasn't lined up for your to, to reconnect as a title sponsor with Penrite. So everything at this stage is still good. Um, the team's solid with Honda Mm -hmm. with a multi-year deal there. So, you know, and then your um, has been a great friend of mine for a very long time since we were kids and so it's been really cool to connect and he, he even back to when I was on Geico Hundred in 2010 mm-hmm. he was contacting me like man can you come back and do oh, some yeah. racing <laughs> you know it's always like every year we'd connect and he was checking to see what's happening and right so cool to finally be able to do it now um but you know anyone that knows your Eve he he's a 24-7 guy he doesn't switch off so as far as getting title sponsorships and stuff, there's no no yeah. problems there. I think the U.S. team is pretty solid. They're already locked in with some stuff, mm-hmm. and and then the Aussie team here. I mean, we're good to go. It's just uh, fine tuning a few things here and there, and everything's good.
0: Now, has he hit you, like you're eligible to ride 250 Supercross now, Maddie? Have you has he hit you up? Have, yeah. Have you, have you, have you <laughs> is this something that maybe you want to do? Oh
1: uh, no! I mean, I was actually <laughs> consider. I did consider that a little a little while ago, and. I'm yeah. like, oh. and then <laughs> oh. You know, like oh nah I don't know I know I'd still be good I'd like I've actually rode a 250 Um, the team rider down here Kyle Webster uh-huh. I did a couple you know a quarter of a lap on his bike last week and man, it's fun like I loved it but to go back and do that at uh, it, it's a, uh, it's a big commitment, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. No, I didn't want to. I just thought about hitting the whoops again in fourth or fifth, you know, like carrying that mega entry speed. And I'm like, Oh, do I really want to do that again? Right. right. Like, no, I like just leaving it in third and just kind of do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: No, it's probably yeah. a lot safer for you to just to not do it. Yeah. Um, how old are you now? Yeah. How old are you? 30,
1: 36.
0: Okay. So yeah. I think you, you're, you're yeah. one up on JB then. So you're fine. You're good. Um, no, no, I think J B we're the same. Oh, are you? Okay. Uh,
1: All right. Unless he was unless he was lying to me. I don't know. Maybe I actually think JB's a month older than me. Okay. We, we kept yep. joking about. It. Either I'm a month older or he's a month older. It was real he's, close. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um
0: yeah. yeah, no, so you still got it. It's it's fine. You'd be good. good. Yeah. Um uh how's the so obviously the a lot of the Australian stuff, like everything, uh affected by this COVID thing. Uh, how yeah. was it affected down under? What did it What did it do, and what does it mean for the series going forward?
1: Well, this yeah, twenty twenty was a complete write off. Um, it, it was kind of sad because the original promoter down under, uh, Kevin Williams, he had been doing it for uh, 20, yeah. plus, 20 plus years. He right. was a promoter. His last year, so he'd already announced that this is my final year. I'm I'm checking out. You know, he's he's done his share fair timer of it. So. Uh, and then obviously COVID came in and he he basically pulled the pin on everything. Motorcycling Australia stepped in. We're going to try and run something, but it was too difficult. Australia really clamped down, I think, more than any other country in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the the regulations on it were just too strict. I mean, we couldn't cross borders. We couldn't go interstate. It was really difficult to host events. You had to be in a hub for two weeks if you traveled interstate in a hotel yeah. room before you even. Yeah. So it was just too difficult for privateers, for anybody to do it. Right. So basically, yeah, this year was swept out from racing. We had some local state racing. Uh-huh. Um, so that was cool. It was the first time I got to actually become a state champion uh, in <laughs> professional senior career yeah, yeah. you know right. so it was cool. I enjoyed it and my kids got out there and rode so we, there was a lot of cool little things that stemmed from not mm-hmm. being racing the nationals but yeah this um, this year was a complete write-off for it and then moving forward uh, i think everything's looking really good in australia like the motocross series is gonna be revamped uh-huh. um, the governing body ma they've taken over it and then there's another group working with them and it's it's looking really good the series is going to be on tv again there's going to be a lot of little cool things happening so it's good for australia motocross and and good for the the next generation coming through
0: yeah i see i thought you guys got a few races in i wasn't quite sure but and then i I followed it a little bit through gobert uh and his his site and i thought there was some races going on but those must have been the state stuff or whatever yeah so i i was confused on that yeah
1: yeah, each state ran some events, mm-hmm. but there was nothing yep. nationally. nationally. So it was all shut down, and it's just too difficult. That's what we were sitting here like, man, like how can the GPS be running and how can America be running? Mm-hmm. And we literally, each state, we had barely any cases compared to what the US yeah. have. Right, and yet we weren't allowed to do it. Like <laughs> we were all kind of screaming, but. Um, yeah. yeah, just how it goes. And I think Australia that- is like way ahead of the game. As far as like the the whole COVID thing, like we're way ahead of, you know, keeping cases down and yep. the regulations are really strict here. I think it's it's served its purpose. It's frustrating, but it served its purpose and I think we're doing quite well.
0: I know. I don't so, want to turn this into a political thing, but man, Yeah, but, yeah but, but that's so, not- some of the U- <laughs> so, yeah, some of the USA stuff you're just like, come on, everybody. But then yeah, but then states like Georgia and Florida that were kind of, you know, degaff early on and opened it up. They're not skyrocketing in cases. Like they're they're in the middle yeah. of the pack, right? Of yeah. hospitalizations yeah. and that kind of stuff. And so you're like, "Wait a minute. They're wide open and they're only in the middle of the pack. California is pretty strict and they're soaring and 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 then you just throw your hands up in the air, Maddie, and go, "I don't know. I don't know."
1: <laughs> I I've, I mean, you you debate with everybody. Yeah, I don't know. Either. It's just crazy like you just it doesn't make sense some no so i just don't
0: know no and then then, of course a lot of politicians have made mistakes over here and and you know i mean that's to be expected they're dealing with something they haven't dealt with for a hundred years but then as soon as they make a mistake the population throws their hands up and is like screw you people and it's just like oh maddie it's a disaster but it's uh, a a lose
1: lose it Uh, is it is
0: um uh we were talking the other day uh so chad doesn't uh, I think it's over, Maddie. I don't think I don't think Reed's coming back. Finally,
1: uh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I no. Yeah, know. Twenty twenty's been a crazy year. I know for many reasons, and Chad Reed right. retiring is one of them. I know, but, but we were I mean, saying who knows? We man. were saying I'm waiting to see you get into this BMX. Let's go! <laughs> oh,
0: dude, he's all into it. He's deep into it.
1: I'm into it, man. I become a state champion this year, BMX state champ. Oh,
0: I didn't know this. Oh, okay, all yeah,
1: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I took up BMXing because I'm like there's nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah. So let's do BMX right, and right. yeah. Yeah, that was good fun.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, my buddy Connor Fields here lives in Vegas, uh, the, yeah. the, Australia, oh, yeah, cool. the the USA Olympic champion or whatever. And, uh, yeah, man, yeah. man, I was talking to him about it. And, like, I used to do it when I was a kid, like six, seven years old, right? So uh, I, I understand the the concept of racing BMX. And then he was breaking it down to me about, like, you know, staying on the ground and staying low, but keeping momentum up. And, like, dude, it's a science, right? It's a science. And your pedals, where your feet are, where your pedals are. And uh, wow, he, he, once you dive into it like anything, you re- begin to yeah. realize how hard it is.
1: It's intricate. Yeah, it's so every single step. Like motocross, the gate drops, mm-hmm. and we got thirty minutes to figure it out. You know, yeah. like yeah, okay, this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. But every single centimeter, or inch of that track is so important. Like the start, yep. their pedal position. It's just yeah, it's different. Yeah. And they're so anaerobic. The training they do is completely different. Like it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I was good mates. I actually never, I'd never met Connor, mm-hmm. but I was, I never was a fan of him. It's kind of like you either, you either back in the day you liked McGrath or Emmick, right, right, like, right. and right. so I was good mates with Sam Willoughby. Oh yeah, yeah. And so yeah. him and Connor were a bit rivals. Right. Yeah, you know? so I never like, oh, I don't, I don't like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a, he's the coolest dude. Like you yeah. know, he's a great guy. But I was like a Sam guy, so right and um,
0: how's willoughby yeah, doing that's funny how's how's he doing
1: good man we yeah. don't keep in touch as yeah. much as we need to but like every now and then i flick him a few messages actually asking him like dude what's to go with gearing <laughs> where should i have my pedals <laughs> how do i start like how yeah. do i balance on the gate you know because that like, was that was the biggest struggle was balancing at the start okay clipped in I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh you know i fell over a couple of times <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um i i hit, i lent on him and he yeah, said so that was cool and uh, good. Yeah, uh, um, he's doing good though with his stuff, and and the lace is obviously just absolutely smashing it. So yeah, yeah they're yeah. doing well.
0: Good. We were well. The 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 reason we got around to it is so we think Reed's done, and of course you're down <laughs> under. Burner's done. Burner's yeah. been done for a while, and so the Australian wave is is was gone. But now we got Mitch back. Evans. We, it's back. Yeah. We got Mitch Evans. We got it's the Lawrence back. brothers uh I'm, I'm sure i'm forgetting some guys uh but yeah yeah it, you it, got
1: beaten i mean beaten, Jets right. over there yeah. dude the aussie wave is back it, it was it was a it was a bit of a gap i think yep. after us guys there like the veteran aussie contingent There, i guess you could call us now yeah yeah the next wave is here and yeah. it's strong and and then behind that there's good talent here in australia too like there's a lot of talent so it's yeah really cool, cool. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah. That's
0: awesome to see, and yeah, and I think we're going to see another Metcalf Reed burner kind of guys coming in. You know what I mean? Uh, um, so Definitely. that's that's really, really yeah. cool for you guys to keep kind of reloading and and bringing in more kids. And yeah, I f- was talking to um, uh man, I forget the guy's name who not uh, not um. Not Jay Wilson. Uh who's the other guy? Tanty, not Tanty. Aaron Tanty. No,
1: not okay. Oh man, no, no. Uh,
0: I think it was Tanny. I was talking to Tanny, I think. Okay.
1: And he was yep, telling me yep. about
0: how, you know, he was racing the Lawrence guys and Mitch Evans and this guy. And yep. and like they all literally were in the same class coming up. All of these dudes. Um so they're all yep. around the same age and they're all progressing at different rates. But what a deep class when you think of these guys racing together back in the day in schoolboy yep. or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's a lot how it comes through. I mean, you know, through my era, you talk like R.V. and Alessi coming through together. You know, it's like it's normally like when there's a good strong rivalry, it really mm-hmm. pushes and lifts the level to the fact that when they get into that rank, yep, dude, they just they just go on with it. You
0: know? Yeah. So for you, uh, no racing except for the state stuff and, and BMXing, like. Was it, hard to, <laughs> was it hard to stay motivated, stay training? I mean, you, you always like to train anyways, I think, and I don't imagine much has changed. But yeah. was it hard for you to stay sharp with not a lot of motivation going on? Like, how was the Was it weird? Yeah. I mean, you know, all that kind of stuff?
1: It was really weird. Like, I, I think if I was 10 years, if it was 10 years ago, I would have struggled a lot more. And I think the younger kids probably were confused. But mm-hmm. I was all right because 36, I've got Two kids to keep me really occupied like that. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, oh, this is not that bad. <laughs> right, right, so right. Like this is alright. I got some time off, let the body recoup, and like always stay fit and and healthy. So that's part of the lifestyle, regardless of whether you're racing or not. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so like it, it was really strange. Like I was stressed. At only the fact of I need to know at least for to six weeks in advance when we're going to start racing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get a phone call
1: like, hey, you guys are on the gate in two weeks. Right. And I felt like that would be, not just for me, but I thought like for everybody, it would kind of be a recipe for disaster. If not, everyone's ready. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden everyone's just like, oh, we got two weeks. We've got to like hit it hard, hit it hard and come out all crazy, but no one's actually prepared. And I thought that would be not the best situation for riders. You know, everyone's yep. not really ready. So that was the only thing I was worried about. I didn't ride a lot this year. I took a lot of time off, and mm-hmm. you know, that's why I was kind of like. I, I need do I something window <laughs> get get me ready. But I yeah. kind of just stayed stayed motivated through other stuff and doing the BMX and like keep active. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. And then and then I also started. I go. I went to work, did a bit of Bobcat and excavator stuff, and then went to work with my dad as a carpenter. So oh, nice. I did other stuff, yeah, you yeah. know. So it kept 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 me going and. It's it's a to do, yeah. First
0: sure. real job you ever had, huh, Metcalf? <laughs> first real work. Pretty much.
1: Like, <laughs> legitimately, yeah, it was. And it's yeah, it's a, a lot of time, like, that's something yeah. you always look back on and think, like, geez, it's been a pretty amazing run, you know. Like, growing up here in Manham, Australia, like, there's, we're in the country. And then for me to come back here now and realize everything I've done, and, like, when I was a 10 to 13-year-old kid, dreaming of like oh i want to race in america and supercross and you know putting pictures of jeremy on on your bedroom wall and that was it you i lived and breathed it but now to go and do it all and then yeah. come back here yeah it's like wow like, what a what an experience what 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 a life yeah i, journey, can, you know,
0: no, so. I can imagine absolutely yeah. now i don't know this question could back and then fire. go
1: back to work on the tools with dad <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah cool. to right. be it's gotta be so bizarre for you yeah, it's a perspective. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know how old your kids are. I might, I may get this wrong. But um, do they miss America? Do they talk about going back? Do they, do they, do they remember much about the time? Uh, how does that work? Yeah.
1: So, so the oldest Nash is eight, and the Mavs five. Okay. Mavericks five. So, we shifted out three years ago permanently. Uh, I think it was three years. Yeah, so it's been three years. So, Nash remembers yeah mav doesn't really you know he was two at the yeah, time yeah, so it's kind yeah. of a bit blurry but um they like they, they still get talk about it and we'll eventually get back there for visits and stuff but right. obviously now it's it's that's like really difficult you know oh, yeah, to think yeah. about quarantining for two weeks in a hotel room with kids like <laughs> yeah, keep, I keep that, that man <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... no way but like yeah well they, they still talk about it. it's a bit blurry and like nash hadn't ridden like he, they both ride motorbikes and all that stuff so mm-hmm. when we we're in the states it was still like they were younger than that that we weren't at that stage and then when we come here they got into the motorbikes and stuff and so yeah they, they don't they have a lot of memory they hang on to from there more so just like bmx and skate parks and the house and stuff like that and kobe right the dog and stuff so right. yeah
0: okay um yeah, interesting to see to see that and how they adapt and the different lifestyle of two diff- totally different countries, right? And all of that. So um, yeah. um how do you like the twenty twenty one four fifty? How much time have you spent on it?
1: Yeah, unreal. Um well we actually did our first race, which was uh just actually Yureve, believe it or not, hosted the race. Um, okay. <laughs> so he just he wanted to put an event on in, in Victoria because Victoria which is a state in Australia mm-hmm. where the capital is Melbourne, so most people yep. affiliate with that. Right. They didn't have any real racing at all this year. They were the worst state. They got hit with COVID. They were on lockdown for months. And so they had nothing. And he's like, we need to do something. And so he he just said, screw it, I'll host my own event. So he, he worked with the club, put a race on. Obviously, the team were there, so I went across for it. A couple other teams, like Craig Dax's team was yep. there. yep couple of the guys were there so it was really cool and i think most people enjoyed th- just being back at a race in victoria yeah that was cool and that was our debut on the 2021 honda so prior to that i'd ridden i think three days okay oh, that, that, yeah. yeah the race day was the fourth day <laughs> okay um and yeah we just rode it you know i mean there's nothing i don't think there's a lot of parts for it in america let alone in australia so pretty much we Put a uh, different fork and shock setting in it and that was it, you know, off yeah, we go. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, dude the bike is unreal. Like I don't think you'd ever hear a rider say the new bike's not better. But right, in right. reality, <laughs> like this thing is in stock trim, it's I'm like, oh thank you, Honda. Yeah yeah. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. So I, I ended up winning both motors, which was cool. Yeah. And I got two whole shots which was unreal because I really struggled getting starts and the previous honda uh-huh. with consistency and then uh this thing's a rocket and it's oh. so smooth and easy to ride and it's light and nimble and yeah it's it's a it's a big improvement i'm really stoked on it
0: hydraulic clutch was all you needed mecca Mac- Mac- oh, takes <laughs> you back takes you back to your roots at ktm <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: well no because when i was at kato it that was um i don't know if the 125 had it yeah, it, had it. yeah it
0: did yeah
1: yeah. Okay. You're telling me something I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, it did. Of course, it did. Yeah, right, of course. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, that's interesting. Uh, that's good to see. And then I saw your quasi teammate Clout, who I thought was was pretty good in Supercross. Uh, signed with with Dacker for, for for next yep. year. So he's back there, right?
1: Yeah. So yeah, Luke. Luke's again another. I mean, you, he kind of is missing out because he's a little bit older right. in that generation, but he's kind of. The, and part of the next generation of Aussies that you know, are striving. So mm-hmm, yeah. I thought he did great last year, like for an entry into the States, even though he'd been there a couple of years before that. But this was his, a really good shot with, you know, you're even yeah. the, the Honda team there. And I thought he did really well. And um, yeah, so coming back, moving for next year, he he wasn't, oh. from from what I know, he wasn't wanting to go back to the States just because of the COVID and everything. yeah. yeah. It was just too difficult. Um, so then, yeah, it was a bit of a switcheroo. So he went, ended up going to Daki's team, and then one of uh, Dak's riders, Kirk Gibbs, ended up coming on to the Honda team. So oh, okay. I have yep. a teammate for next year in, in Gibbsy and, uh, and and Kyle Webster on the two fifty. Yep. And that's the first time we've had I've had a teammate in the motocross. So it's it's actually pretty exciting. It's oh, cool.
0: Yeah, and Gibbs has put in some good destinations rides over the years. I've seen him there. Yes. And, he has. and, yeah. and yeah. Um, hey, yeah. let me tell you, watching Clout. And Tanty and Wilson in Supercross last year, they were loose, Metcalf. They were loose. They sent it. There was a lot on
1: the line, man. (laughs) (laughs) It was like Aussie number one. (laughs) Who's going to take it? Oh, they were
0: were not scared. (laughs) None of those guys were scared. It was always exciting to watch. The good thing with all
1: the – like in Jay, Jay's really talented on Supercross and Mm -hmm. motocross. Like all three of those guys were fun. fun to watch, but like they have the skill – there it's there but they were just they were trying so hard yeah, and like yeah. i think i think aaron and jay both were at a tiny disadvantage because i think they were doing a lot on their own right, you know where right, luke yeah. had like a, a, a team there and right. everyone was there kind of it was pretty good but man those guys were they they really did well you know they yeah. to go over yeah. there and do what they did it was cool
0: no I, I agree they did they put in a good showing it was good to see like like i said the aussie invasion is back of course um yeah Brett Metcalf on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast. Uh, one of the sponsors we got is Firepower, whether it's uh, batteries, whether it's chains, whether it's oil, firepowerparts.com. Kyle Chisholm, who used to race Metcalf, uh, still is out there and still uses firepower parts. Uh, lithium batteries, uh, feather light, uh, feather light uh, batteries as well, and uh, oil built from the ground up by a leading OEM manufacturer. So please check them out, firepowerparts.com. Parts.com, uh, yeah, Chiz is just still grinding it out, meddy Just, just, you Chiz know,
1: is a good dude, man. He's yeah. he a
0: great dude, and you, he sucks in time qualifying, man, and you never see, yeah. it, and you never think he's going to do anything, and then before you know it, he's in the main event, and he's getting like 14th, and there's Chiz.
1: It's old. he's old school. <laughs> it's got the old school chip, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah. Even I was the same. I think. You know, yeah. Chad was the same, with the exception of like the the top American riders who could just do qualifying you know, yeah. free practice, qualifying one, qualifying two, they're always up there. Like we were kind of like the old school dudes just cruising around, yeah. checking things out, No, kind of riding, riding at like the race pace, right. but not above that where yeah. the other guys could go above it. Yeah. I always was like, I could run. And a lot of times when I'd look back, I'd qualify 15th, mm-hmm. but then that was my race pace. And the lap time I turned in the race at night was that same lap where everyone else would drop. Right. right. So I, I just, it, I guess, you know, you don't really take that risk or push the intensity when you need to in qualifying.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So
1: it's kind of an old school approach, you know, a bit more, a little bit on the safer, safer side.
0: No, for sure. Uh, I absolutely get it. And, and it is funny because Chiz is just so like, yeah, like he just and he's got his neck brace and his chest protector and he just doesn't look like, stylish at all. And then you're like, "Oh, look, there's cheers." Yeah, there's cheers. Get yes, it done. So. three words, man. Get it done. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh 2021, the Aussie Supercross series, you think will will be back on? The plans are still for that? Yes. Yep, yep.
1: So, it's scheduled. So, yeah, we obviously run opposite to you guys. Right. So, we do outdoor first and then the Supercross at the end and I haven't heard a lot about it. It's definitely going to run. Mm-hmm. To what level? will the Oz X open be back on? I, I don't know those answers. Right, um, right. But the supercross series will be on. So right. that's pretty cool. Ah,
0: uh, good, good to hear. Um, how much yeah. do you follow the U S stuff? Obviously you said you come over here and tested a few times and all that, but are you a, uh, a race watcher every weekend? Are you reading racer X side? Are you like, how much do you follow it over here?
1: I don't, I follow results and I watch as much as I can. Like I'll watch the YouTube reruns or something like that. Okay. But I don't, I don't get too involved in everything other than the people that I know and still talk with. Mm-hmm. Um, I still talk with Enzo a lot. Right. Um, I still talk with a few guys, but not not a lot. So, I, but I still watch the race. I've still follow all the racing. Yeah, yeah. I know who's doing what, who's good. Right. Um, so it was, it was cool to watch this past season. It was it was interesting. It was different. Um, and yeah, to watch Osborne come through like he has is this it's. It's, uh, he, it's incredible. It's awesome.
0: He reminds me a little bit of you, where he kind of slowly gets better. He's not super flashy. Older guy, like uh, older – you know, you around the Geico days, around the Suzuki days. Yeah. And, and someone who was just beneath those guys. And you never took a step. You won Southwick, so don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. your ball's fast. No, I, I know, yeah. But, like, you, you could have been Osborne outdoors, I think, uh, if things had gone right for you at different points, you know? Like, somebody like that?
1: Yep. He's taken – that Next step, and that's like impressive, right? Because, yeah. like, you look at I mean, I remember Zach because I was I'm pretty sure I was on KTM that year when he first came in. And mm-hmm. there's this like my mechanic back in time was Andrew Langston. And he's like, Oh, you wait till you meet Zach Attack. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's this, this little guy, and he's like, He's gonna be the next Ricky. He's the same stature, he looks the same, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. and he rode the same. And he, he crashed his brains out, you know? And I was like, whoa, this guy is fast, but he's, he's crazy. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden he, he didn't – he got filtered out, you know. He yeah. wasn't didn't yeah. kind of make that cut and then he's gone to Europe and I know what it's like over there and he's talked about it and stuff. But, like, he found success over there. And I still remember watching him, I think it – 2008 medley base and he still
0: talks about that he won the qualifier yeah, cool. yeah he won.
1: Yeah, the qualifier, yeah. I remember you know, that like... vividly and yeah. I'm like I could I was like whoa Zach attack is yeah. real deal now like, he's, <laughs> he's good uh, and just, he just got stronger and stronger and I think that European stretch made mm-hmm. him get take that next hurdle here because he's he's got the strength right. you know he's got that mental strength and so it's it's been cool to watch
0: yeah, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't snack attack anymore. He was Zach attack now. Like he was. He was full. <laughs> That's the real deal. Yeah. 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 And well, he yeah. bu- he bugs me because he he, say, he claims he straight up passed Ferry and won that qualifier, and I blocked that out of my mind. <laughs> so he, he likes to hold that over me. Yeah. Right? But uh, I'm like, yeah, I don't think yeah. that happened. Uh, but no. But you remind me of that way. Like that was kind yeah, of okay. you were like a solid top five guy as he was right. A good yeah. Better at better yeah. at motocross than Supercross, and, yeah. and then just kind of took that next leap where you're just like really impressed by it. And good for him. That was awesome. So
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, it is. And he, he'll, be, he'll be a threat for Supercross now. Yeah. He's got yep. momentum. I think his consistency. But, I mean, I still like Eli as a ride. Like, you know, the guys are good, man. I think this next year is going to be interesting. Yeah. And Kenny with a bit of break and the new bike. Right. I yeah. hope he can come out firing and chase is there. Like Honda have a strong, strong team again. They do. And then the satellite team with with Moto Concepts. I mean, that's just – it's cool. Honda got a good – Good thing going there, and it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, uh, and AC. I mean, what's going to happen? I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, I it's agree. Cool. It'll it'll be it'll be great to to check it out for sure. Mm. And, we, and I mean, obviously, we're infected by the COVID thing, but three races in a week—that's uh, something too. I think that's going to play enough into you know you you know better than anybody. Like, you twist an ankle or sprain something, yeah. Uh, then you have seven days to recover. Well, now you have three, you know, and you're racing. Again, I would love so.
1: that schedule. I would love to be a part of that schedule because yeah? I think. <laughs> because I I don't know what the I don't know what the consensus with with most of the riders over there but like I would like to that because you know you have to ride with a sense of I need to be on the racetrack in two days time again or three days time so you have to ride smart you can't just let it all hang out Mm -hmm. and I think there's still a lot of that going on in the in the class you know a lot of guys are still pulling the trigger and going for it yeah they're gonna to have to be really smart now
0: yeah no so I, I agree think play into well, that.
1: and that was more like my riding style anyway the way i approached my racing so yeah.
0: uh web web loves it because as he was telling telling a few people he's never made so much money in a week ever before he was getting three, <laughs> three podium bonuses in seven days
1: pretty good. No, dude, so. that that would have been a nice check at the end of the month. Eh? Yeah, yeah.
0: No, for sure. Uh speaking of that financially wise for racing down under, uh how's it obviously this year sucked, but but generally speaking like uh you got to be one of the higher paid riders is that I mean it's a change from USA but that part of things uh were you happy with and everything else or is it a huge step down from, you know, what you were used to as a factory guy up here uh, over here?
1: It's a step down but that's expected, you yeah. know, and I think Australia um obviously the budgets are nowhere near what the U S teams get or can, 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 can get. So, I mean, it's expected, but I'm happy. Like it's still a livable income. Mm -hmm. Uh, I still enjoy racing the series, like coming back to Australia, I feel like has allowed me to extend the career. Like as, like as long as it has now and further. Yeah. Um, there's not as much racing, the pressure's still there, but it's, it's, not as much you know it's not like the us intensity is still high but it's not as deep it's just it just fits and so it's perfect for me now i enjoy it
0: do you equate it to your your time in canada do you equate it to that
1: very or... similar yeah very yeah. similar but okay. like that that very similar in the two the way the the series runs okay um as far as promoting the events doing that stuff but uh, i actually think canada was a tiny bit better okay. as a step ahead. Yeah. Um, but that Canadian motocross championship is probably, I mean, take away the riders like, okay, the RVs and the dungies and yeah. some point there. Yeah. Yeah. But like that championship is probably the hardest championship I've ever done. Really? Like yeah, to yeah. Do yeah. <laughs> 10 rounds, 10 rounds in 11 weeks. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah, are four on one off six on.
0: Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it <was like, laughs>
1: wow. And then that first year I did, it was the first year, of this, yeah, first year I raced two national two AMA Nationals, went up to Canada, did four in a row, yeah. then on that off weekend I raced Southwick or something. Right. I did like 16 Nationals <laughs> in a row. <laughs> there,
0: Jeez, I didn't I know was, that, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was, the last round that year was in Elsinore, uh-huh. and it was like 110 degrees, and I was I was like, man, what am I doing here? I'm cooked. <laughs> See, It was 16 nationals in a row and I was burnt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. I, didn't,
0: yeah, I didn't even realize yeah. that, right? Yeah, because yeah, when, yeah. when you're in Canada, you're out of sight, out of mind for a guy like me, or yeah. you know, whatever, but Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. gnarly for sure. Uh, FXR yeah. Racing, yeah. Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life, Namira Pistons. Alex Ray using Namira Pistons since 2001, they've been supplying factory level pistons and gaskets for every make and model, from two wheels to four, from weekend warriors to guys like A Ray. Namira's advanced piston technology has increased performance and reliability without increasing your budget. Namira.com to see the latest news and application updates. Thanks to Max's Tires, Firepower Parts, and of course the folks at FXR Racing and uh, Tech as well, uh, all on board this privateer Island podcast with Brett Metcalf. So um, for you, Matty, any, any regrets on um, moving back? Any any did you move at the right time? Did you wish you would have raced another year or two over here? Did you wish you would have moved back sooner? Uh, that kind of aspect of it? Like is it did it all work out for you or looking back on it, would you change anything?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good question. Like now I wish I had a kind of maybe come back during the season a little bit more. Okay. Um yep. or even off season. I wish I had to just said, All right, I'm going back for three, four weeks. Yep. That I wish I had done that and taken the time to do that, but it never ends over there. Like it, <laughs> you finish the nationals, and then it's like, hey, we got the U.S. Open, or yeah, yeah. we got new bikes coming, or this new part. We need straight into supercross. Like you bang, it's straight in. So there was never time. But I wish I had done that, mm-hmm. and I think it would have reconnected from you know, like everyone in the states, they go home, they get that home time. Well, yeah. I never had that. Yeah. So I wish I had done that. That was the only thing I'd probably do different other than that no like timing wise yeah. i think was perfect right. i would have loved to have done another season but or two um but it just the timing to move back here was perfect right um and you know the honda with your moving back here with your and, and honda that just fit us perfectly both of us were, was good timing so did you timing-wise was great
0: did, did you ride for your eve your first time back there
1: no, no, I Actually, didn't no. think so. Right so again? Yeah, no. you... but I hadn't moved back to Australia permanently at that time. Ah, okay. So yeah, okay. it, it was still kind of like a, a dabble in, dabble out. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I come down and rode some husky stuff, and then it, went yeah. back, and then the next week I was in Canada racing Yamaha with OTSFF. Right. And yeah, so the, the first actual like when it was like all right, permanently like we're going. Right. Let's go. It was uh, with with your even Honda.
0: When when you first came to America, and I remember I've told you this story on, on our different shows over the years, but the first time I ever saw you was oh two, this German supercross. I was there with Nick Way. You were on a KPM <laughs> okay. and you were sending it. I think you won I think you won yeah, the overall. Yeah, yeah. It was a three moto thing. I think no,
1: you, I didn't. No, I I think I got second. Oh, you know who yeah. won? Uh Joaquin. I think Joaquin Rodriguez won. No, Joaquin didn't re- no, he didn't win that one. Oh,
0: ah, um, shit. Okay. Never he, mind. He, 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 oh damn. It was an uh, American guy. I think Nick was Nick on the podium. Nick was on the podium, but he blames me because uh, he crashed one of the mains. He won one main. He crashed in yeah. another main, and his plastic throttle tube uh, broke, and so he... It, whatever
1: that's Swap. probably because he hit me that hard yeah he yeah you guys were it wasn't from the crash <laughs> right. remember we talked about that and he slammed me in the last yeah. corner
0: <laughs> yeah i think he was like screw this kid screw this kid
1: yeah um i remember that right i remember that because i was catching him and i passed him and then on the last corner he just went inside and just <laughs> hammered me <I> <laughs> out wow. like, oh. we weren't gonna take <laughs> any uh, shit Nick from Way. Some... i remember that dude's name
0: yeah yeah we, <laughs> we weren't gonna take any shit from this australian kid wearing a star gear no, you, yeah. i
1: was wild we're talking about i was, about Zachary. I was crazy back then just like just like that yeah oh. yeah i remember i remember in practice jumping off the side of the finish line like twice <laughs> <laughs> I just hitting it
0: god we gotta yeah. i gotta remember who won that thing because i thought you did and then maybe i thought joaquin did okay. i don't know but anyway
1: okay you have to, yeah. um yeah excuse my ignorance but there was a rider from the states and I, you might know it might ring a bell i think he passed away a few years ago um
0: ah huh. oh, man
1: I can't, I can't really think know, of it, but he was he was good. I yeah. I, I would
0: send. I'm going to send Nick a text. Maybe he'll get back to me by the time we finish. Yeah. this. Um.
1: Jay, yeah. was JT there? I think JT. Was JT there. was there. Yeah. Actually, yeah. You yeah, know what? He he'll
0: there. remember. Let me ask him. Uh,
1: uh I've got a picture somewhere of that.
0: Uh I'm going to ask him that.
1: Everett's was there. Everts yeah. was there. Nickel was there doing the flat track. Remember they had the flat track on the outside.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah,
1: it was a I, cool I, event.
0: Hey, and cool. Everett's had that aluminum frame YZ450, I think.
1: Yeah, it was all bolted together, hand, right. hand built. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. Anyways, back to my question. So, a young Brett Metcalf, wanting to come mm-hmm. to America, wanting to race Supercross and all that, and you accomplished all these goals. Did you think you would end up back in Australia way back when, or did you think you would make your permanent home like Chad and Burner in America? Like for me, yeah. uh, I was I'm Canadian. I came down to wrench. In my mind, I always thought I would end up back in Canada. And when it was all said and done, Mm -hmm. I'd be home with family and friends. Um, And uh, you're
1: still young, yeah,
0: I guess, I guess. But anyways, for (laughs) you, did you ever think you'd end up back there?
1: No. Well, it's funny when before I left Australia, I like my dream was I want to go and race overseas. I want to go to race the GPS like Jeff Lee's, right? And Eric Bors was my kid hero. -hmm. And I want to do that. And obviously, Jeremy, like, I got to go to America. I want to race supercross. And, but I always thought I'm going to come back. This is no, no word of law. Like, I always said, I'll come back and I'll do a couple years here racing. It's been more than a couple years, but I'll retire in Australia. Oh, okay. That was always like my vision. So it's pretty, pretty amazing for me actually to be living it. Right. But when I was in the States, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be here. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is it. No, right. I'm gonna stay here. So um so that that surprised me like moving back, but that was always childhood dream was to come back here and retire. I don't right, know right. Why I had that but yeah, so that was always kind of my goal as, as a youngster.
0: Uh you never do the GPs, did you?
1: I did. I did two thousand and two. Oh you did? So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did. So um I think Schalke was two thousand and one. And in 2001, KTM yeah, the fall, went the fall 2000. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 2000, I did Bursi Supercross. KTM noticed me, like, I ended up winning the last night of mm-hmm. the Bursi, and they were like, Well, okay, this kid can ride Supercross. They liked me, so then it was like, Let's do a three year contract, do one more year in Australia, we'll take you to the GPs, and then 2003, we'll put you in America. And I'm like, Oh, that's awesome, done. It's all, all yeah, let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how it all started. Okay. But then, um, yeah.
0: So that my way, uh, was that. Was that Rattray year?
1: Tyler was there. Yeah. BT was BT, there. Yeah, yeah. Good, Swanee was there. Good class. They were. Yeah. Yeah, they were on a they were on a team called Champ KTM right. from Belgium, I think. No, oh, it a, no, it was a different No, it was a different team. They were on a, I can't remember what team they were on, but yep. yeah, so we were on a different team, but KTM, you know, pretty much owned the paddock. So they had like three satellite teams and a factory <laughs> yeah. team. It was like the sea of it. So yeah, we
0: were all there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, really when you think about it. Um yeah, uh, great career. You might be Metcalf, you might be the fastest. 250 supercross riders who never win a race. You might, you, you have to, you have to be on the list of like greatest riders, most podiums without winning a supercross. You've got to be on this list, right?
1: Damn it. Yeah, Um, that sucks. Yeah, no, it's true. It's it's the next best list to be on without winning, I guess. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Listen, you have a 450 national
0: win, which is more, which is more badass, Uh, you know? So, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. uh, but, 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 Incredible results here. And, and, of course, the last guy to ride a 125, which everybody probably wants to talk to you about. Or we all remember that. Um
1: I still love it. Yeah, I still love it. Yeah. Yep.
0: I saw your bike for sale over here. I don't know. Someone DM me on Instagram. It was your bike because I recognize all the factory Yamaha parts on it. Um Your Yamaha yeah, 125 that. was for sale some, somewhere. I don't know. I'm like, wow, look at that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. A couple couple guys have built, built one. I know one guy for sure. Thomas has built one. Uh, he had all the replica parts i think he actually called j-law because apparently j-law inherited all these parts <laughs> <laughs> so, so he made a deal with him got all these factory parts and stuff man um <laughs> so yeah so it's it, it, yeah it's probably the real deal item that bike is sick
0: yeah yeah, yeah no it, it absolutely was um what's your biggest regret looking back in your racing career in america uh do you have any maybe leaving Mitch uh, uh uh maybe checking the gas on your RMZ? Uh uh but do you have I
1: did that though. Oh you did? Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, we had that full before we started the motor. Yeah, that was just the wrong fuel tank. Oh,
0: I didn't know so, that. Okay, I thought there was something about yeah. that. Anyways, uh not to bring up some bad memories, but do you have do bring it up. Do you have some regrets?
1: Um Not really. Uh like you you mentioned PC like I maybe you know, at KTM, I probably could have stayed there an extra year. I took too long making the decision, and then it was off the table. Mm-hmm. And then that year, they brought out the new four-stroke, and that thing was a weapon. Like, it was really good. Yeah. And I went to Yamaha and rode the two-stroke, so, like, it was still a struggle. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So, like, there was two years where I really slumped there just because of two-strokes. Right. And then, yeah, but uh, like, my time at PC was awesome. I learned a lot. I progressed a lot. But, you know, I... Don't regret that move going over to, to, to okay. FC Honda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had
0: great results like, with FC, so I'm not saying that. Yeah. But, but I know there was some hard feelings for Mitch, and I thought he, you know, he thought he, maybe he had you. I don't remember the whole story now, but you'd, you'd yeah, really perform for a, him. Yeah.
1: It was a story, but, like, um, yeah, I, looking back now, like the time there right. was awesome. Like, I don't really have too many regrets other than maybe I could have been a little bit lighter on myself at times. Okay, um, yeah, yeah you know but like that was uh, then i look back and i think well if i wasn't like as hard as i did and pushed as hard as i did maybe that's what helped me get through and have a long career there so mm-hmm. yep yeah i don't regret any of it really the biggest regret is i, I think i should have come back like i said before yeah. to oz and right. just re-grounded myself here and got out of there for a little bit and then went back um yeah i, I wish i had done that a little bit right but, um other than that, man, I, I loved it. I mean, tra- I traveled the country in the motorhome. I got experience, like, memories f- forever from there. Like, it yeah. was just – it was a dream. It was, uh, it was unbelievable. And travel the country, racing the best events in, in the world. I mean, man, it's it's cool.
0: Yeah, it's, it's – when you – at the time, you probably never even appreciated it. But now looking back, you like, it, you think about yourself yeah. on the line at Anaheim 1 or you think about yourself – uh you know being on a podium or or running leading laps at Anaheim or any of these supercrosses and and you probably yeah. don't even you look back at yourself and be like fuck i was so cool that was so
1: awesome <laughs> yeah. it is and when you're in the moment right. like yeah. you're just like so stressed over like what you're going to do how you're going to compete uh, is everything right and then when you go there, like the last couple of years, I've gone to Anaheim's and yeah. stuff just to watch. And uh-huh. you see the guys stressing and what you used to go through. And you're like, man, why are you stressing, bro? Like, <laughs>
0: chill out. <laughs> yeah. This
1: is awesome. I know, right? <laughs> you know? But when you're the guy with the helmet or you're spinning the wrenches, yeah. like it's 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 on, yeah. you know? Like that's that's what it's got to take. That's what it takes.
0: You talk about being hard on yourself. I really I'm, – I'm tight with Adam and uh, with AC and with Osborne over the years just for different reasons. And I yeah. really believe both of them. Uh, were basket cases about their results, like you know Adam. Adam's just like, man, I remember if I Adam's like, if I didn't do well on the weekend, I just thought I was going to get fired. Like I just thought I, I, my yeah. life was done, you know. And I think he, <laughs> I think he's learned to let that go, like b- relax a little bit, you know. And Osborne, I think is uh, also was a stress case for a long time, and I think his success has allowed him to relax and then know that he has the program to win. You know what I mean, and yep. and neither one of these guys beat themselves up. They both told me this. They don't beat themselves up n- nearly as much for poor results anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is what it is. I mean, that's just how it goes sometimes. And you can, I think, for Zach, like having that, the, I guess the program behind him now, I think, has taken the pressure off him a lot. Yeah, and yep. I, I think like we are, we were very similar. Like I, I did a lot of stuff on my own. Mm-hmm. I had some great people to work with. Like, don't get me wrong, but. Like, I think he was the same, and you you put so much weight on your shoulders, you like just put that much pressure on yourself. So now that he has that, I think that's shining through. And AC, it's just, I think he's just going to be—he's going to figure it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think we all know that, right? It's just a matter of time. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you enjoy your time in Canada? Did you like it up there?
1: Loved it. Yeah, man. yeah, loved yeah. it. Like great country, beautiful country, and it it, it reminded me of Australia. Mm-hmm. So you know, like it's not as populated up there, but it was just a bit more low key. It wasn't the high, strong pressure of American racing. So it was a nice change for me at that time. That was when you know me and Shane had started the family, had kids and stuff. So mm-hmm. it was a perfect fit for me at the time. Yep. Yeah, I loved it. And the competition, the tracks were bit similar to Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like stepping stone, like they were a step down from the AMA Nationals, but they were still awesome tracks. They kept them up good. We still had good crowds the sponsors were there like at the time rockstar were in there like it was a great sponsor for the series so right. there was good money injected into it and the series ran good and man i loved it it was an awesome awesome time good uh, people
0: obviously you won southwick and that's you know something to to always put there is there another is there what's your greatest racing memory or is it southwick is there something else that comes to mind matty about your time over here uh,
1: outside. Yeah, Southwick of, is, you know. Yeah, no, Southwick would be the pinnacle. Like I guess when you look at it, up on a board, you know, the, yep. the top rung would be that. But some side, close side notes would be like, probably the U.S. Open in 05 mm-hmm. was cool. Like I won that the Lights Division. Yep. And you know, it's okay, it's the 250 of the MX2 class, but it was still that was a, a good little stepping stone for yeah, me. Yeah. My first year on 03 on KTM Supercross, I finished fifth, but I had a couple podiums that should have been a fourth i had a dnf at the last race my shock blew up
0: oh yeah
1: and a dnf so that would have been a fourth in the championship in your first year over there that that's pretty cool like mm-hmm. not a lot of dudes go out and do that no nope. so that was that would have been good and you know then obviously chad goes and wins his first year so it's like <laughs> you know you're always riding that that you know shadow but um yes yeah, so that was good but then also the race that stands out and i still have the jersey which means a lot mm-hmm. was 2010 and even though this is painful to talk about and it really is but like 2010 southwick running out of fuel in the last lap
0: yeah yeah know. Um, yeah
1: so i still have that jersey and that moment in that race and it's it's devastating for me and for the team because we did everything right, right. we had oversized fuel tanks we did right. everything we did uh field testing during the week. We knew what we were capable of. It just ran such short. and uh, But that means probably the most to me, oh, maybe even more so than winning the next year. Yeah. Um, and a, a mentor of mine told me, he's like, okay, you didn't win that race. But if you could take the finish line, that wasn't anything you done. So if you took the finish line and took it five corners and placed it there, yeah, you would have won. So you did nothing wrong and it's just the finish line was in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> i like, He's it. like if you I look at like it, it like that. Right. If you look at it like that, you're a winner. Right. And I'm like okay. And that helped me get over that hurdle of like always feeling shit about that memory. Yeah. I'm like, you know, what? it's it's a blow for us, but it wasn't a blow. Like that actually means a lot to me that 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 motor
0: yeah so, no absolutely um, yeah uh, and th- hey didn't uh shorty ran out of gas too right uh, somebody else at honda? i
1: ran out shorty ran chad. out and either bt no chad wasn't there that okay. year but either bt on the honda or k dub ran out
0: yeah yeah something like that it was, yeah, yeah, it was it was
1: just one of those weird deals and, you know <laughs>
0: and i wrote about it and a honda and i wrote about what a failure was and someone at honda got all mad at me and i'm like why were you mad at me you should work on your gas tanks
1: like no, I, it's definitely like, a failure.
0: <laughs> like, how could you get mad at yeah. me that I was I was making fun of you guys for not, you yeah. know, having your gas tanks right? It was phenomenal. Yeah. So. And
1: then the next moto, I had like that big IMS, like massive <laughs> yeah. tank on you know, the like, yeah. But the thing, we had like a, a one point six liter oversized tank already. You know, yeah, like yeah. it
0: was yeah crazy
1: big. And I had done thirty minute motos during the week, but just that intensity right. of racing. Right. You know, you just you right. just feels gone.
0: No, absolutely. So, um, yeah, it yeah. was that, that. was awesome, and that was a heartbreak for sure. But it was so cool to see you win. I me- I interviewed you in your motorhome after the win, and I just yeah. I remember yeah, yeah. I I was so excited for you to have this redemption uh, one year later. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I was just was like, this is awesome. This is I was. I think everyone that, was happy for you.
1: Yeah, that that day will always, like I said, that will always be on top. And yeah. you know, okay, it's, it's one win, but man, if I hadn't have got that. It'd still be a little sour, you know. So that was like, it's huge. But like the the cool story was like my dad flew over. Mm -hmm. uh, That was the first time he'd flown over that year, or or for a couple years, I think. I can't remember. But so he got in the night before, and it was like a thirty. I think it was like a thirty six hour trip for him. Yeah. He got in the night before. He was there. Like I hadn't seen him for maybe a year. I saw him on race day. He was there. Like it was all exciting. And then for that to happen and he to be there on that moment was pretty, pretty special. And just for everybody involved and for like the Suzuki team and everyone yeah. there, it was, it was cool. And obviously, Dunge had that mechanical in the second motor, then yeah. come back the and bam- made it the back race. In. So yeah, it was yeah, like,
0: yeah.
1: it was still like the day was just like, wow, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I finally got one and, and he made it to the race and finished third, still like pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. It was a really cool day. I, uh, it was, it was yeah it was amazing. Do you look back on and your, I
1: passed RV. <laughs> yeah, even, so I passed RV. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Even Dad, better. That didn't happen too often, man. No,
0: not not <laughs> yeah. not not back then. Nah. No. Do you uh, no. do you look no. back on your Suzuki time? I know, like I said, that that the whole gas tank thing, and you had some big injuries from that thing, and that sucks. As a as a mechanic on a race team, that's the worst feeling ever when you know that the rider got hurt for something that your team. You know your motorcycle had had it happen. Do you look back on that with a little bitterness? Or are you happy with your time there uh, with the Makita Rockstar guys?
1: No, I've, I've, I'm like I'm happy. Yeah. You know, like that's it was. Um, again, like to live that experience now. Like at the time, I was a little bitter after yeah. it ended and stuff. Like that's why I asked because I, like, I talked I, like, I talk ah. to
0: you. I talked to you after it was over. Like the next year. Yeah, you, I was you were bitter not. at the time. Right,
1: right. You know, like I knew what had happened and. Yeah, but now I'll see it from a different perspective of like, well, sure, they don't want, like, how are they going to take ownership of that? Maybe it was an o- something overlooked, mm-hmm. or, or maybe it wasn't, but like, I don't know. I don't know those answers. Maybe they don't know those answers. So I, I understand. I see it from a different perspective, and yep. it did end up, didn't end up great, but like, I still had a good time there. I had good relationships with, you know, Mike and, and right. Adam, and the mechanics were cool. Everything was good. It was just, um, it just didn't end it the way everything had hoped, but like right. it's still I don't look back on that at all with good with yeah. Uh, regret. Yeah,
0: good, yeah. good. Uh, hey, I found uh, I don't know if you remember Eddie Warren, but I found him like it was six months ago, seven months ago down there, and uh, I did awesome. a podcast with him. And uh, what a nice guy! And I don't know if you you were yeah. probably pretty young when he came over, but oh yeah, yeah. I remember
1: going to watch. So we the Supercross was big back then, and yeah. they'd always have well, Mad Mike Jones would always come yeah, yeah. down, but Eddie Warren was here all the time. Right, and Eddie was like the staple guy, supercross, like, yeah. you know, awesome, technique, flashy, like it was cool. And we'd go and watch him at the – so it was like arena cross, so we'd go and watch him there. And, yeah, so I, I remember all those days. Yeah, that was yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, because I, I I sense a, a sense of appreciation for you. Like a lot of racers, you know, I worked for Red Dog forever as his mechanic, and, dude, yeah. he, he yeah. couldn't tell me, you know, he couldn't tell me five guys that, you know, as a child that he admired or that he had posters on the wall. He just knew nothing. Really? He just, yeah, just not yeah, into it, just right? Ride. Yeah, just rode and, yeah. and got good. And next thing you know, he was like riding, lining up with RJ and Jeff Ward yeah. in Japan. And he's yeah. just like, oh, okay, all right. But you you always struck me as a guy that knew the history and, and had heroes and wa- read about these guys and watched these guys growing up, just like I did. Same thing. So, yeah.
1: Well, I guess it kind of come, well, I guess at that age, it has to come from your parents or more more so your dad is mm-hmm. normally into it. So, like, that was in Demoto. And so he'd have all the old GP tapes, Dave Thorpe, Kurt Nichol, yeah, you yeah. know.
0: Yeah.
1: Eric, so Eric Gaborz was like, bang, he's my guy. Jeff Lees was my guy. He's an Aussie. Like, yeah, so, yeah. you know, that's how far back I go into that era of watching those dudes. And right. then I loved the Osio Chiodi and all those guys. So, like, yeah, I always had heroes. It was always my thing. But, like, honestly, at that, at that age, like, Michael Jordan was the guy. Like, I wanted to play basketball.
0: Oh, did you really? I was... <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. oh, I didn't yeah, know that. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I retired basketball when we started spraining ankles and we couldn't ride. And then dad's like, that's it. No more basketball. That's it. Yeah, screw it. <laughs> it's motocross. Oh,
0: that's yeah, funny. That's I can't believe Leask never won the title. I mean, God, he had so much luck. He was – or so much some bad luck and he was so well, fast. He, yeah. similar
1: story to me, man. Like, I wasn't in the championship position, but, like, yeah. he ran out of field yeah. Yeah. a couple times and that cost him the title at the end of the year. Yep. I think that was hard for him to rebound from, you know, and then I think he had a wrist injury and yeah. – and then it was kind of like faded off. And then I think he just was just like, I had enough of living in Europe and doing that stuff. It was just getting too much.
0: It, it was crazy because when he left the U.S., he was a top five factory Honda guy. And he's like, nah, I'm going to yep. go ride 500 GPs. You're like, what? Yeah. What? Like, I admire that. <laughs> I admire his career path. Yeah. And then, like you said, at some point in Europe, he's still a top guy. He's like, nah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, You know? Just yeah. like... uh Really independent kind of guy, I think. Yeah, he uh, he was pretty impressive. Jeff
1: Jeff's a smart he's a smart guy. Like he he came in, and got into sprint cars, and then he became a top sprint car driver. Like just right. Yeah, talented man. Yeah. Wow.
0: Uh oh hey man, thanks uh thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Really happy to catch up with you, and I'm glad everything's going well. And and uh, can't wait to see you back on the bike, of course, and uh, and racing down under. And uh, always a class act to deal with whenever you were here in the usa i was a mechanic for a big part of your career but then when i became a media guy if you had i remember a couple races where you crashed out or you had a shitty day and you would still be like yeah i'll do an interview you know what i mean like i'll talk to you about it and uh always great to deal with many over the years so i appreciate thanks
1: steve yeah and i i I want to i do want to raise another national okay this covid stuff is really pissing everybody (laughs) off so i'm not coming over while this the, yeah, yeah, that's just too hard. But like, I hope. Okay. I want to do a, one more national. I want it to be Southwick. What's well, got to be Southwick? So, it has to be Southwick. It's got to be. Yeah. And I got so many friends there at FC. Yeah. And Ziggy, I'm still like, he's awesome. So like, right. I want to get back to there to see those dudes anyway. But like, that's the one I want to race. And Glen Helen, like, I always love Glen Helen. None of, none of the guys really like. No, but
0: it's
1: no, great. No. So I love it. Hangtown as well. So like, that's. Yeah, I want to come back and do it at some point. I don't, I doubt it will be this year just right. because of everything that's happening. But That'd
0: we'll be see. cool. That'd be cool to see for sure. Uh, yeah, you you all yeah. ass at Southwick, so that'd be awesome to,
1: to, yeah. to see that. But I want to say thanks to everyone at Fly, too, while I got a the chance. Like, they've been an awesome sponsor of mine over the years, so and a mm-hmm. lot of cool people there. Yeah. So yeah. yeah awesome, cool, man.
0: man. Well, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. Glad you're well, and uh, I'm glad we could catch up. Thanks for the time, Eddie.
1: No, all right, Steve. Take care. All right, see you. Bye. Merry Christmas. Hey. See yep. you, man. You too. Bye.